It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, a French romantic. Oh, bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, good evening. Thank you, Simon Marcel. Thank you for being with our show tonight. We are love dating, romance, and relationships. Simon, I see we have a phone call already waiting. Mm-hmm. They came into eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. I'm gonna give you a little tease about this. Yes. Um, how do you, when you're in a relationship? Kind of like roll with a change of what your partner's doing. Let's say your partner um, takes up a new hobby. Let's say they take up a new lifestyle, a new religion, whatever it is. How do you roll with the changes in a relationship? Because that's what long-term means. Mm -hmm. We all change as Mm -hmm. time goes by. Mm -hmm. If you're married, if you're in a long-term relationship, people will pick up new hobbies, pick up new ideals, new ways of living, new ways of thinking. How do you roll with that if you're in complete disagreement? Uh, if you're not wanting to do what they want to do and they're all about it, has that ever happened to you? We'll talk more about that. Yeah, yep. um, because a lot of people are like, new year, new me, new you. Um, now we're <laughs> you know way into the new year. Uh, we're halfway through the new year. <laughs> That's right. Um, but you know, people have new changes and new um, thoughts all the time about how they want to live their life. So next, how do you roll with the changes in your love life on The Rendezvous? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships and advice. Mm -hmm. Hi, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour, Angie Taylor, our realist for the evening and every show. Oh, yes. And thank you for being with us tonight, too, listening in to get maybe some perspective on your own love life. I want to go to the phone, Simon, 855-905-8255. Listening in Rogersville, Missouri on Alice 95.5. Here's Joe. Hi, Joe. Bonjour. Hey, evening. How you guys doing? Good. Good. How can we help you? I'll, this is such a weird thing to bring up, and even stranger, just seem like I'm having an issue with it. But um, <laughs> my wife has recently gotten on like a vegetarian kick, completely out of the blue, and she like read an internet article, and now we're having beets all the time, like <laughs> nonstop. Just beets. Um, That's it. You have beets. beets, beet salad, beet soup, beet cereal. You name it. It's beets just and eggs, beet all of it. Avalanche. And I, you know, I, my family, when I, when I grew up, it was one of these things like whatever you got put in front of you, you ate, and you sort of dealt with it, and that was fine. I don't want to offend or upset her. I eat it, but it's just, it really is starting to make me kind of crazy. And, you know, the problem is by changing her diet, then by de facto, she is changing along mine along with it. But there was never actually like, like a discussion. And I have no idea how to broach this because she's so gung-ho on it. And, and, and look, I know this is funny, but I feel like I'm going to turn into a beat at this point. And, you know, sometimes I just feel like, hey, can we just have a burger or something? But and again, no, well, she can't. Like, no, she can have a veggie <laughs> burger. So, yes. Joe, just, I, I mean, I don't live with you guys, but just. Why does she do all the cooking? You could also decide, like, you know. Thank you. You, you, you do the cooking together. You cook exactly something else than this beet new regimen that uh, she is imposing on you. So why don't you, like, do the cooking? Yeah. And then you'll cook a, your own steak. You don't have to eat like her because you depend on her cooking right. every single meal, right? So explain that to us, Joe. No, totally true. It's part. It's more just like a scheduling thing right now. But maybe I can figure out on the weekends to jump in on that. It's well, just it just has to do with who's home and who's not, and you know, taking care well, of the kids and what have you. So that's basically it's the way it's sort of worked out. Does that make I mean, sense? I, 
I, I don't I don't really I don't know because if it was up to me and I'm not vegetarian or anything, but I could not eat and I love beets, but I just what you described. I'm I a could, vegetarian, Simon, and I can't stand beets, but or let's say cucumber or any vegetable you would oh, like. Oh, I love a cucumber. But yeah, if cucumber. I was making you constant cucumber everything, cucumber soup, cucumber salad, cucumber burgers, like you'd be like enough cucumber. Oh my god. I I mean Joe, I mean I'm amazed by that story. It is kind of funny. But, but Joe, a good way to be supportive, too, is what Simon said. And there are a lot of vegetarian options that you guys could explore together. Maybe since she's a new vegetarian, when you're a new vegetarian, I remember I've been one for 10 years. I remember saying pasta, 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 because that's all I knew to do that was vegetarian. So maybe she's on a beat kick because she's not like thinking outside the beatbox. <laughs> so maybe take her outside the beatbox a little bit. Maybe, you know, you guys do a vegetarian cooking class together or something right. where you at least, you know, you're supporting her um, food lifestyle change and you're also not eating beets all the time and you're cooking together, you're doing something together. I mean, that's a good advice, Angie, because this beet regimen would drive me oh, crazy. Oh, I, I would be not about beets, but again, you're not... Beets for breakfast? You Get can, out of here. You can eat whatever you want. It's really. Well, yeah, thank you so enough. much. I, I, lo I love the class idea. That's great. It's great. We're good. Thank you for that. We wish you the best, Joe. Thank you. I, I got to grab some beets now. No, no, no more beets. <laughs> Stand up for yourself. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, I will. Joe. All right. Thanks for calling the rendezvous, Simon. I yes. want to talk more about changing your lifestyle okay. for someone that you're dating. Have you done that? How does that go? That's next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm laughing because we're talking about changing your lifestyle for the person you're dating. We have to make concessions. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, compromise sometimes. Simon, mm -hmm. we just had a call from Joe. His wife is now a vegetarian. It's new. Mm -hmm. And he's eating beets all day. What do I do? Well, don't eat beets. You're a grown-up. Simon, have you ever had to change your lifestyle for someone you're dating? I mean, I tried. I mean... So here's what happened. I like to go in Wyoming, beautiful there. So me and my girlfriend at the time, we, we go there in a nice hotel. I don't know why she's so obsessed by camping, but she was. So I told her it was good to go walk around and hike and this, but how about we go back to the hotel? No, no, no. Right. We, we want to see. You get the, you get the outdoors yeah. and then you get the comfort well, of you yes. know, modern convenience. Exactly. And, and it, But she insisted so much. Because she told me I was such a bourgeois or whatever it was. You're so bougie. That. Ah, uh, you're bougie. Yes. Bougie, bougie. So we go to the store. We buy the equipment, everything. Camping? Including, because there were bears in Wyoming, they have you a bear teaser. You know, a bear, what do you call this? A, a taser gun? A taser bear. To, to taste the bear if he mm, comes by. Poor bear. So <laughs> we go there and by around 10, 30, 11, mm -hmm. I hear noises. And I thought that was bears. What was it? I'll never know because we. I told her we had to leave immediately. So you didn't sleep all night. I know, no, no. That's why I got to be honest. You I not try sleep. to change my yeah. lifestyle. Simon will not go camping. Simon will go glamping. That's what we have. What learned. does that mean, glamping? <laughs> Glamorous camping. That's that would be yeah uh, with warm. Uh, yeah, you uh, hot do outdoorsy bath. and then you go to bed uh, and you have yeah. caviar or something. No, no, no. <laughs> but I would like a grilled chicken breast. Oh. It, Not a chicken, a grilled chicken, but a grilled breast. chicken breast. I prefer with French fries. I'm with you on that, Simon. I gotta say, see, I grew up poor. I don't want to like sleep wanna, outside. And it's with the, the bears, same. 
Right. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Next, we're going to go to an email that came in, simonandangie.com. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationship, advice at your fingertips, at your phone, 855-905-8255. We are going to give some advice, Simon, right now for a listener who sent us an email, simonandangie.com. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready, Angie. I don't know if you're ready for this one. (laughs) Um, This came in from Rich, listening in Holland, Ohio, on 101.5 The River. He says, hi, Simon and Angie. My name's Rich. I have a question. My girlfriend has a male OBGYN. Okay. You know, female doctor. And for some reason, it makes me very uncomfortable. She says she's been going to male doctors for years, feels more comfortable with a male doctor than a female doctor. I don't know why, but it really bothers me every time she goes. Would it be overstepping to ask her to find a female doctor? Oof. Simon, I'm going to let you take this one because I will say bad things on the radio. I just, I can't resist to, to share that quick story that my neighbor left her husband for the same doctor. No way. Way, yes. Wait. Way back when. Your female neighbor yeah. left her husband for her male. Gynecologist. Wow. She did. And he came to me, her husband, one afternoon. I was shirtless. That's such a fluke. No, 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 no. And he told me she left me for the gynecologist. Well, that's not because of his gynecology work. It, it's because they connected on some other level. Well, but So I just want to share that story. So yes. Yes. Now, as a woman, what would you do, Angie, if your husband would say, I feel uncomfortable with you having a male doctor um, helping you with that part of your body? I have an answer to that. And I want to know your answer from a male perspective to Rich, because this sounds like a very macho problem right here. He's got a problem with uh, a man being involved in those areas of his female. But I'll give you my answer, and I want yours, okay. too, when we return on The Rendezvous with Rich. Boy, you need help next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Love dating, romance, relationships, all your advice questions. Simon and I are here for you. Mm-hmm. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Our French romantic. You are a romantic, but I need a, a real opinion on mm. this email that we got to simonandangie.com. Rich. In Ohio, says, my girlfriend has a male OBGYN, and it makes me uncomfortable. It bothers me every time she goes. Should I ask her to find a female doctor, or am I overstepping? What is your advice? I don't think you should ask her to change doctor. I think you should ask yourself, what worries you so much that you are insecure when she goes to the doctor? It's in your mind, Rich, that is the problem, not in the doctor she has. Unless, like my neighbor. What your neighbor? What? My neighbor who left her husband for the gynecologist. But your your neighbor left her husband for another man, not because he was a gynecologist. Like this is the most paranoid person ever. And by the way, your girlfriend said she's been going to him for years. She feels more comfortable with him. Why would you ask her to be uncomfortable in that situation? Because it's already uncomfortable. So now you're saying take yourself away from the one thing that makes you comfortable there. And make yourself uncomfortable to make me comfortable. I'm going to tell you. Reg, you have issues. This is not about your girl or the doctor. This is about you. It is, Angie, but I, I really recommend for Rich maybe then to speak about it with a shrink or a therapist and then go from there. Right. Um, I'm glad you said that because Rich is trying to blame it on the doctor or his girlfriend needs to change what she's doing. This is about Rich. It's not about his girlfriend or, his, or her doctor. Absolutely. Rich, calm down. 
get a grip of your own jealousy and your own insecurities. Oh, I did. All right. More rendezvous <laughs> when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's Tuesday night, Simon. And Tuesday night? What Tuesday do we night? do Tuesday night? We blow up my marriage every Tuesday. <laughs> no, we save no. <laughs> your marriage every Tuesday. There's no saving I'm needed kidding. here. No, honestly, we play the not-so-newlywed game every Tuesday. That's right. And my husband, Jason's always on the show. Hi, Jason. Hello. Bonjour, Seven Jason. Years. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome back. Thank you. Seven years and one month. Holy, we made it. Um, Holy moly. (laughs) So, you know, we talk about things that go on in our relationship, hopefully to inspire a conversation in your own or start a fight, um, which sometimes happens. But Simon, I know you wanted to ask a certain question about arguing. Well, yeah, because I've read an article just lately that one of the good signs in a relationship, in a marriage, in a partnership is to know how to fight with each other. So I wanted to ask Jason first. To tell us a little bit about how Angie fights with you from the first fight that surprised you to the last one. Like, what have you learned and how to fight with Angie? What I'll say is that they get more surprising the longer we've been together because she gets much more comfortable with her craziness. So More surprising. Explain. Like, you can kind of see them coming early on, right? Like, because you know you might have done something that kind of irritated her and she, like, gave a warning shot. Where now they're just out of left field and have nothing to do with anything so you just relevant. Like say come home. So give us a story like you would. Well, there was all right. There was one time we were. I was out. This is maybe my favorite fight. I was out watching the Mayweather McGregor uh, right, fight, fight, and there were some friends with me. We had people at our house, and we were watching the fight somewhere else. People that were coming back to the house that were watching the fight with me left before me. Okay. On my way out, I stopped and was talking to some people because some people had some questions for me. So I got back about twenty minutes later than everybody else did. Right. And as soon as I walked in. Angie was like, oh, really? Who's the B word that you were with? And I was like, what? What? I didn't say that. (laughs) Really, Angie? Right. Hey, he was at a fight. It sounds like he walked in the door ready to fight. I wasn't the one. (laughs) But we'll talk about that when we come back. Simon. Yes. Jason. Yes. Yeah. We need to hear from you. All right. More rendezvous and love next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Stop laughing, Jill. Jill uh, is loving the fact that my husband is blowing me up right now. It's not so newlywed game. And tonight, Simon, your question was was how do you fight with each other? Because when you know in a long term relationship, in a marriage, in a partnership, you guys have to fight. There's going to be fights. Do, yes, Jason just explained that. He was talking about some situation where there's this very large block of unaccounted for time. 20 minutes. That he came home <laughs> after being out all night with his ragtag friends. He walks in and I'm like, where, who, who was the bee? I don't really remember it going down that way. I'm sure it's a lot more subtle than that. <laughs> However, you mentioned also that earlier in the day I had given you a warning shot because you were already doing something. What were you doing that no, day? No, I wasn't doing anything that day. Earlier you that day, something. I had a conversation with uh, your ex about something, and you were fawning all over me about what an amazing husband I am. Oh yeah, and that you that know, was like nice. you can't believe that I that, that you're really with nice. me. And then four hours later, <laughs> because there was twenty minutes unaccounted for, I'm irrational sometimes. And I don't like the dirty looks you're giving me across so, the way right so now. So here's what I tell her, because like, she gets mad because I then get mad and fight back. And I said, but it's like walking into a room and somebody just running up and punching you for no reason. <laughs> like, uh, no matter if you're right for punching me, I'm going to fight back because but I just got sucker punched. Aren't you glad that you're on your toes? This is exciting. No. This sounds exciting. <laughs> no. Well, let's take a break. Uh, hey, it's not boring, Simon, all right? It's never boring. <laughs> but we it's come never. back. Um, I don't know. More rendezvous, I Yes.
You're listening to The Rendezvous Mm -hmm. with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Love dating, romance, relationships. In any long-term relationship, you're going to have an argument. I mean, come on. I don't care. And it's a good sign, by the way. Well, you you have to, but you have to, if you're going to... Play fair. You got to fight fair as well. Yeah. Um, I like to think that I'm uh, very fair. <laughs> very exciting. Uh, but my husband, Jason's here. Hello, darling. Hi there. Bonjour, um, Jason. Bonjour, Simon. Yeah, and your topic was about how you fight. How you fight. How each other fight. You technique your ways. And Jason said that you now more more than ever come out by surprise uh, and, yes. and fight him when he, doesn't, he expected right. the least. Right? Yes, exactly. That's fun. Now, how about... <laughs> So now we've heard that. What about what yeah. about you? Now, how does he fight with you? So that's how you fight with him. Let's well, describe how Jason fights with you. Jason uh, fights in the way that if you, let's say, uh, you and I are in a fist fight, right? Right. And I've knocked you out. You're clearly on the ground. You're not getting up. Jason has to come over and punch you 25 more times in the head, um, even though you're done. And he knows you're done. Oh, he and keeps going. You at get it. it, but he keeps going it, it, like into some uh, uh, flames on the side of my face talking about it because sometimes Jason can't let things go. Keeps going. Like, I got it. I got it. I understand. And then. As soon as it's done, let's take a breath. Whoo, there we go again. Angie has never admitted defeat, Simon. Never, ever, ever, ever. When she says, I got it, it's like, okay, I got it. It's very, uh, you know, because I, sarcastic. Because like, I've heard it t- for an hour now. Like, he has to explain and explain and explain. Why do, you, why do you say the same thing you think over and over? What's the reasoning behind saying it more than once or twice? Because she still doesn't understand. <laughs> She doesn't. No, she just pacifies. Like she you see keep, what I'm saying. If she would, if she would say, "I get where you're coming from," or anything like that, I would stop. But she doesn't get it. She just like gives up. I would like to I, say that, but I'm never. Uh, there's never a breath that happens in a, in an argument. I'm never allowed to speak. So just so that's an interesting thing. So how do you guys end fights? Usually, um, Jason will do some very animated bag packing. <laughs> And then go to his bestie's house, and I'm mad. And then the next day, once we've cooled off, I apologize for my drunken behavior. (laughs) No. Not true or true? Never. Are you? Never. Jason, middle name and last name. I will not put your government name out there. Jason, do you really believe I have never apologized to you for a fight ever? 25% of the time. What did I do? Apologize? Yeah, that you apologize first because I'm rarely wrong. So I'll only apologize for what I did. But now, see, first he said never. Yeah. Now it's twenty five. That is of the true. Time. We had it on record. Mm-hmm. You first said mm-hmm. never, Jason. Right. So it's probably somewhere in the middle, like fifty fifty twelve percent. Well, why would I apologize? But, what's, right? but if we, if we want to take a good positive conclusion, is even whatever way you fight, you guys love each other, stay together, yes. and nothing stop that. Right. And so that's a great example for all of us fighting. The way she fights, you yeah. fight. At the end, it doesn't break you. It right. keeps you no. together and you move on. Yeah, fight I've learned to p- take a beating and like now I just, you know, know that You're it's resilient. Coming. Yes. He comes in with his headgear on <laughs> and his boxing gloves every day, whereas before he would just walk in like without it. Now he knows, be prepared because you never know. You never know what's coming. Don't mess with Angie Right. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we do apologize. Yeah. We do love each other. We can laugh about it. Yes. It is. No, it is. And that's a lesson that for all of us in relationship <laughs> or not, learn from that. It doesn't destroy you because those fights are not hateful. Those no. fights are not no. helpful. That's the difference. And we know nobody's going anywhere. Right. So you're stuck. Yeah. I mean, sorry. Ugh.
How about that? (laughs) (laughs) More rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Uh, Let's go to the phone, Simon, when we come back. 855-905-8255. Enough about us. Let's talk about you and your life and your fights and your love on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and advice at your fingertips. 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel. Angie Taylor. I want to pick up the line and give some advice. Yes. Let's go to uh, West Chase, Florida. Listening on Mix 100.7. Hello, caller Rick. Hi. How's it going? Bonjour, Rick. Good. We're good. What's up? How can we help you? Well, I just wanted to tell you I love your show. Thank (laughs) you. We love you back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I kind of have uh, this situation. Um, I've been married for seven years. Um, and I have this situation where um, we have this really good girlfriend. And, um, and I met her through my wife. And so I've known her for almost as long as I've known my wife. Mm-hmm. And she's always been our, you know, like one of our closest friends. And we spend a lot of time together. We've taken trips together and stuff. And she's always been single. Um, and recently she got engaged. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm finding, and what's odd for me is I'm finding this really weird feeling. I'm really jealous of this oh. new guy that she's engaged to. And I, and I just don't mm. really know where that's coming from. And Okay. This is very interesting, Rick, because this is a female friend that's very close with both you and your wife. She's finally engaged, happy. Now you're jealous. We want to dig a little deeper and give you some uh, thoughts. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're also on the line with our caller, Rick. Hi, yes. Rick. So Hi. Rick Hi. has called in for advice, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, he and his wife of seven years, happily married. They have a friend that's a female, and she's always been single. Suddenly, now she's engaged. And Rick, you're finding that you're a little jealous, you said. Are you jealous of her man that she's with? Like, I mean, meaning... Uh, like they have this new happy, fun relationship, and are you feeling a certain type of way about that, or do you feel like you have a crush? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, it feels like I kind of just was used to like her being a part of our relationship. You, know? you were the like, three musketeers. You were the three yeah, musketeers, like, and so Simon, I feel like it's the, the the friend dynamic is breaking up, and that's where those feelings are coming. Not necessarily a crush. What do you think? Well, I feel it's more romantic uh, in really? the part of Rick. Rick, really between just you know the three of us. Do you, <laughs> yeah. Don't you think that you've had a little crush, a little romance in your mind with this friend of yours? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's a part of the love feeling. Wait. Where, yeah. It's, it feels like, okay, I love this person. Sometimes I'm like, well, I feel like I'm married to everyone, you know, like, you know, all oh. parties in the situation. But it's Did- funny because, like, she's so happy. And, like, I-, I find myself swerving. Like, I'm happy you're happy, but I'm jealous of this guy. I- I, okay. Um, she was kind of like a side wife, but not really, right? So you guys weren't <laughs> romantic with her, were you? No, no. Okay, so so maybe you felt like you were getting kind of a bonus wife here because she was so close to Ex- your wife and you, and Ex- now her attention's going to be elsewhere. Extra attention. Yeah. And now... You oh, know, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> be happy for her. Yeah. She's still your friend, uh, you know, and hopefully, you know, you are a foursome, not in that way, but a foursome that hangs out together and has fun just double the same. Double dates. Yes, double dates. Thanks and when so we come, you're welcome. Stay listening, though. When we come back, we're going to talk more about this on The Rendezvous. 
It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. I want to talk more, Simon, with you about the call we had from Rick yes. just now, mm-hmm. um, who has been married for seven years. He yep. and his wife have a friend that's a female. And through the entire seven years, has just been their friend. They hang out all the time. They're like the three musketeers. Mm-hmm. Nothing romantic. However, now this single girl is about to get married. She got engaged. And Rick called saying, I feel kind of jealous, and I don't know why. And I think after some digging, we found that it's more about the dynamic of the three. The dynamic of the three, and in the case of Rick, like he admitted he had a little crush. You know, there was something like... In his mind, so it's it's he was not going to act on it, but he had a little attachment. He had an attachment, and I think this is just more about he knows that the the friend dynamic is going to change because her attention is now not going to be on the couple. Her yeah. attention is going to be on her fiance. Of course. Have you ever had a really close friend, best friend maybe, or your cousin who you hang out with all the time, or somebody that you are always that's your boy, you hang out all the time. All of a sudden, they get engaged or get married or have a girlfriend, and you're like, wait a minute, where do I fit in here? Absolutely. That was my brother, Benjamin, when uh, he met uh, his now partner, I don't know, 20 years, Sabine. So then my brother was just with me all the time, and then not, right? Starts there. Or a recent story, I was uh, living in Dallas, Texas, and then I had this other French guy who we were hanging out, playing ping pong, and then he meets somebody, and then I felt like I lost my buddy. Right. right. So, so those stories, we all have them, and we have sure. to adapt. Everybody will meet people. Sometimes we meet single friends, and they're single for a year or two, and then they meet somebody, and then you don't see them much anymore. Right. But you have to be happy for them. Has that ever happened to you, Angie? Oh, absolutely it has. I think girlfriends go through this a lot. You know, when uh, your best friend or your girlfriend starts dating a new guy or whatever, and you're like, wait, you know, we hang out every Thursday. You can't go hang out with him on Thursday. Like, you have your routines, you have your people you lean on, and you are happy in that life. Yeah. Um, And I think part of it is, like, we're just so scared that, our friend is gone. Rather than thinking you're losing a friend, maybe think of it as I'm gaining a new one because if she loves him, then I'll probably love him too because I love her. One of the things that helps is also to say how you feel. I've said to my friend, I miss you you because know, we don't play ping pong anymore. Sure. And by telling the truth, it allows us to laugh about it. So you don't keep inside of you that unspoken that you don't miss him, we don't miss her, your friend. Or, yeah, let them stings. know. Yeah. It, it stings and sucks when friends find love. and, and They're gone. And they're gone, and it's harder to find something to play sports or whatever you guys did together. So right. say it. If it, you feel it, say it. And, and say it. But I would also be careful on how you say it and not say it in a threatening way to make them think that, you know, they can't bring their boyfriend or girlfriend around you because now you're jealous or something. Just like, I miss you. I love you. So that they know that you really want that time still with them. And you, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because we want our friends to be happy. But we want them to be with us, too. So you don't want to lose your friend. No, absolutely. Especially when uh, you're talking in this situation like Rick with the, the lady. She's engaged. She's going to be very busy from now until whenever they get married or whatever. Wedding planning, all this stuff. She's not going to have the same time Rick for is, you. He's going to have to refocus more on his wife. I felt like this yeah. other friend was like helping with the attention and other things. Sure. He has to refocus on his like own he couple. Was, he was sort of spreading around, like, she did this for me. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, she was the good talker, and we would go to movies, and this wife did this. Like, good it was kind of like, good, yeah. right. He was dividing his husband time it, between two women. That's how I felt, too. <laughs> all right. Simon, thank you so much. But we can all relate to that on one way oh, or another. Absolutely. Don't think of it as a loss. You're gaining someone new. Okay, more Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie, your love, dating, romance, relationships, place to be Mm -hmm. every night. So, Simon, um, we had a lot of great topics tonight. 
I want to make sure that our listeners, if they missed any, will go to our website, simonandangie.com. Yes. can listen to our podcast. You might have missed some good topics that might <laughs> apply to you, like changing your lifestyle for your partner. That was Joe's call about his wife's change in her diet and how it was affecting him. I mean, yes. we get new hobbies. We have diet changes, different things in life how you roll with that. Uh, we had Rick's call just now about being jealous of his female friend getting engaged, even though he's been happily married seven years. It's more about losing a friend, mm-hmm. I think. And then also we played the not-so-newlywed game. My husband came in guns blazing today. He was on fire. He was on fire, Simon. He was, he was salivating, I felt I like. I think he was just excited to be with you on the show and, and do the not-so-newlywed game. <laughs> well, the topic was fighting, which, cool. Let's talk about how we fight <laughs> so we can fight about that. But we did talk about fighting, and fighting is normal. Yes. That's where your Simon Says came in. Yeah, I said a relationship without fights is not a healthy relationship. Meaning, you gotta learn how to fight, to say I'm sorry, to say you know I'm wrong, or you're right, you're wrong, and to end the fights and to, to keep the love. No way, forever, you can have no fight or no arguments. It's just not possible. If you don't have disagreements, then somebody's biting their tongue, and that's never healthy in a relationship. No one's spoken. Right on, Simon Marcel, great advice. If you ever need advice from us, please Always send us an email if we're not here, simonandangie.com. You can find us anywhere on social. Get all Simon Says there. Mm-hmm. Simon and Angie, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Until tomorrow, thank you for being with The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.